You're listening to Fandoms. I'm your host, Brody Otway. Join me as I interview a guest about anything from playing with toys to the Backstreet Boys. Today on the show, we'll be talking to Kendra about the Backstreet Boys. Welcome to the show, Kendra. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to talk about my fandoms. And this is my first, my first really big one. I mean, I had, you know, I love Disney and everything as a kid growing up during the Renaissance era of that. But Backstreet Boys, it's when it went like hardcore. Very cool. I'm very excited to talk about it with you. Our first question here, am I sexual? Yeah, but it was really weird that they asked a bunch of teens and tweens that in a song, right? <laughs> right? Like, oh, I always in felt hindsight. like he was asking the other band members, which I also felt was weird. Like, why are you asking <laughs> your buddies if you're sexual? All around awkward, but um, great song. Great song. So the real first question, how did you get into the Backstreet Boys? Do you remember what the first song you ever heard was? Yeah, you know, like an inside out when you have a core memory, it builds like an island of of memories. So mine is being in the den of my mom's trailer, watching MTV Live before TRL even was about. And they were showing As Long As You Love Me. And it was kind of one of those like, oh, moments. I saw Nick Carter in that parted blonde hair. And I was like, what is this? I need more of it. And that's that's where it was all all in from there. Is Nick your favorite member of the band? Nick is my favorite, like, when I was little to, God, I don't know what age, I think when he got the reality show with his wife, I kind of realized maybe he's not the perfect one. Uh, (laughs) Now it's AJ. (laughs) But Nick Carter will always be like a, like, Mount Rushmore of crushes for me. He was kind of like the first, like, I have to marry, like, after JTT. But, like, this one was like, he was a man, you know? first man i loved oh yeah jtt was an awakening for a lot of women i find Mm -hmm. what would your favorite backstreet boys song be okay so you have to break it down because you have your favorite single which is all i have to give because nick carter in that video oh my god their silk shirts the hat dance it's so amazing my favorite non-single Ooh. I'm probably no one else comes close to you from Millennium, but my favorite live, it's a tie between the one and Shape of My Heart. I don't know why, but those ones live are like perfection to me. Very cool how it's different for you depending yeah. on the medium. <laughs> yeah. How many albums do they have? They currently have 10. Uh, yeah, they currently have 10. Oh. Yeah, the later ones, I have to admit, I'm not someone who like, if I'm in a fandom, I think everything is great. I think if you're a true fan, you can admit when there's faults. And DNA, their last like album before the Christmas one, not for me. Neither was Christmas. I'm not like a Christmas music person. So those yeah. two kind of, but they have 10. Yeah, some people are like blind fans where yeah. whatever <laughs> comes out, they're just all in uh i feel like a true fan can admit when something isn't yeah the same quality let's play mary hookup murder with the backstreet boys <laughs> who are you marrying who are you hooking up with and what 
other ones are getting axed. Oh, I would definitely marry AJ. I think we'd have a good time. He seems like the coolest one. He's always like going out to events. He was on like Secret Celebrity Drag Race. So we have that in common that he loves that show. I would hook up with Nick Carter just to fulfill the fantasy that 12 year old (laughs) me had. And then I could I would like. I wouldn't want to kill Kevin because I he's like I told him to his face that he was a fine wine one time at a meet and greet <laughs> because as a kid like he is the oldest one so at 12 him being like what 30 at the time or something it was like whoa he's like a senior citizen <laughs> but now that I'm older I'm almost 40 I'm like dang Kevin so I told him he was the fine wine of the group and he laughed hysterically but I would gladly like off Brian and Howie sorry <laughs> never been my favorites Oh, so funny. Uh, I love the fine wine comment. That is that is hilarious. I, ho- I hope he took it the right way. He did. I think he realized like it's kind of weird, like how old he was and being like kind of pushed to, to you know teens and tweens. But now mm. it's the, that we're older because he was like a favorite among mothers. And shout out to my friend Ashley's mom, who always ride or die for Kevin. She knew what was up. So she knew. Uh, would you say sync is the Coke to their Pepsi. No, I would say Backstreet Boys is the Coke because you see Coca-Cola products. Coca-Cola is like, it's so ingrained. You just see the symbol. People collect it. Like my mom's a big collector of Coca-Cola, even though she does not drink the soda anymore. Pepsi doesn't have that same like longevity of fandom. It was kind of like, it's cute. It's got its little Pepsi blue, Pepsi clear gimmicks. And that's what NSYNC was to me. NSYNC was of a time. Backstreet Boys still going strong. They don't have to do a Trolls movie to have a comeback or anything like that. So yeah, I would say Backstreet's the Coke, NSYNC's the Pepsi. Didn't they get a huge push from being in uh, This Is The End, though, in the credits there? But they were still around. I think it's okay. because they're one of those things where it was like, you know, if you put it in, no, it's not a gimmicky. I think it was like because people do love and respect them on a different level. Very You know, cool. they get the party going. NSYNC too, but NSYNC's kind of like, I felt like they were always Justin with some other guys, even though JC was the best vocalist. <laughs> but they always did push NSYNC to the front. And that's why I think Backstreet Boys, they're more of a, even though they did have like, there's the ones like Howie's not the standout, you know, like Nick and AJ were, but I feel like they were more harmonizing as a group than NSYNC, putting two of them always kind of. And Backstreet were all attractive, unlike NSYNC. So. <laughs> Sorry, Chris Kirkpatrick just, what is that? Can't. <laughs> oh, too funny. Have you ever seen them in concert? Of course. Backstreet Boys was my first concert. I went to the Millennium Tour. My my mom was like, your tickets are like a million dollars. You're not going. And we just didn't have that kind of money. But in hindsight, I think the tickets like where we were were like 30 would have been like $35 or something. So my mom was like not going to buy me tickets. But I remember I had like memorized the dates for that tour because they were in like those Tiger Bee bought magazines. And my best friend's mom, we were at her house and she was like, hey, Kendra, are you busy on so and so date? And I was like, I like, I internally was like, no. And she's like, because I got tickets for Loretta's birthday. And I was so excited. But they were like, we were like back row of what is what was formerly the Anaheim Pond. I don't know what they call it now, where like the ducks play and stuff. And I is still so exciting. We made glitter signs. I threw a beanie baby, even though it was never going to get to the stage for Nick Carter. It was so great. And I've, I've seen him. I didn't get to see him after that until college. And when I had my own money and then I've gone to their Vegas residence and didn't see a few times. 
that is super cool oh i've i haven't been to as many concerts as i'd like to go to but i'm hoping i get to end up going to some more of some of the bands that i'm really into well i hope you do too it's always a fun experience and to be like my favorite thing about a concert is when everybody like they don't sing like the artist and you just hear the crowd and it's just like i always say it's just one of those moments where that that song means like however many people are in the audience, that's how it means that many different things to the people singing along. And it's just a beautiful moment to sing along with people who love and experience and just like have that same fandom as you for whatever reason. Oh, definitely. It's one of the, one of the things I think is the coolest thing about concerts is, you know, Mm -hmm. you're just surrounded by other fans and that everybody's Mm -hmm. there just to celebrate the same thing. It's, one of the reasons I love fandoms as a whole. Oh, me too. Have you ever had any negative experiences with another fan of the Backstreet Boys? No, you know, it's all love with Backstreet Boys. I think as a kid, the sync I called the boy band war of the late 90s, early 2000s, you had a boy band and you picked it and you fought for them, even though they didn't probably need you to. They were making money regardless. So I definitely had run-ins with NSYNC fans, but never other Backstreet Boy fans. And my school to this day, people that grew up with me, they, they I'm the Backstreet Boy girl. Can you tell us like, about one of the, oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I had a, this one friend and they were like childhood sweethearts. They're still married to this day. They'll message me. They'll oh. be like, oh, I saw the Backstreet Boys on TV and I thought of you. We're almost 40. So it's still like I'm the Backstreet Boy girl of my school all these years later, which I think is really nice. They remember me for something. That's so funny. I love it. So can you tell us a bit about one of those experiences with an sync fan? Oh, hmm. uh, well, one was like my my best friend and me kind of like we had different best friends in fourth grade. And then this new cool girl came and took our best friend. So we became back uh, friends because we both were like really into the Backstreet Boys at the time. And then as we got older, playing middle school, she started to like in sync as well. And I was like heartbroken because she was going to go see them too with another friend that was like diehard in sync. And I was like, you can't do that. Like you have to pick a side. You like, traitor. Yeah, I was so mad that she went and saw them. It was like, I was like, what? Cause she liked Howie. I was like, what is Howie gonna think of this? Like, they, <laughs> like they were a real boyfriend. That was probably the biggest one. Um, I had run ins with, I remember when they were nominated for the Grammys for Best New Artist. And I'm still mad Lauren Hill won that year. And I was like, she's not a new artist. She just went solo. How does that count? And I remember <laughs> on the bus the next day, people being like, are you mad that they lost? And I had this, I had the same argument. I was like, how did Lauren Hill win? She's not new. She's been around. Have you not seen Sister Act 2? So yeah, that was <laughs> the bus uh-huh. rides to school were probably the biggest ones after award shows like the MTV VMAs or stuff like that. People would always be like, well, they didn't win or NSYNC did better. And I'd have to you know, fight for their honor. That's so funny. Do they still tour and make music? Yeah, I mean, they just had DNA come out. I think it was kind of like a pandemic-y album. So they had a big tour, world tour plan that, you know, pushed back because of the Rona and everything. But they're still making music. They still do a lot of things. Last time I got to see them, Nick and AJ did this I call a strange thing in Vegas with Joey Fatone from NSYNC and one of the guys from Boys to Men. It was kind of like a rat pack type thing where they were in Vegas just kind of like singing each other's songs, singing together. I call it the rough draft of what could have been because it was really kind of like awkward. 
but that's the last time I saw him. So they do things with other boy bands. I know that AJ just did like an ad for Children's Place with his kids and a, some like I think Lance Bass from NSYNC did it with his twins and one of the boys to men. So they're still active. They're still out there. They'll never go away. That's awesome. Why do you think the Backstreet Boys still means so much to you to this day? I'm a really nostalgic person, so I hold on to things that just made me happy when life was simple. Because once you get older and you have to work and support yourself, the joy of life gets sucked out of you so easily. But during those times when I would just have to go home from school, turn on TRL, and I could just lose myself in like music videos, Backstreet Boys will always remind me of that. They were my first kind of like real big fandom where I was like, like I needed everything. I had from the posters to a Christmas ornament when they did their big thing with like Burger King. We're McDonald's. I'm from a McDonald's family. So to have to go eat Burger King for weeks on end to get all the kind of like cups and the fry holders and the bags, the toys, like I did everything for them. One time I made my mom buy a birthday cake for Nick Carter, which my dad still makes fun of me for all these years <laughs> later. <laughs> He's like, remember that time you bought a cake for that Backstreet Boy? And Backstreet Boys is still kind of the old, like after them, like middle school when I, you know, going through my emo phase I got into different bands and like pop punk Backstreet Boys is still what people associate with me and my parents are kind of like that's where they stopped I think noticing what I cared about too so they're just like they just they're part of my heart and my story that's that's awesome oh I love it oh so I had a question there that came up but now it's it's totally left my brain oh oh uh, oh well I love I love that response. I love how passionate you are about the Backstreet Boys still to this day. It's very cool. I really wish I had a music group that was that special to me. I definitely enjoy music, but I I don't think I have any group that's really stuck with me all through my life. I, but yeah, so we're going to get into a little bit of uh, trivia here. Uh, three quick questions to see if, uh, if your uh, knowledge matches your passion. <laughs> I've gotten older, so let's see. <laughs> all right. Our first question here. How did they choose the name Backstreet Boys? It was a backstreet market in Orlando, Florida, I believe. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> Correct. Number two, which member did not attend high school? Oh, Nick, Nick Carter. He's only like 12, 13 when they got discovered or put together. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And our last one here. Have the Backstreet Boys ever had a number one hit single? Honestly, probably I want. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think I want it that way. Made it to number one. If it did, it was their probably their only one. I'm gonna say no. Correct. They have not. For bonus points, can you tell me which song hit uh, number two? I want probably. I want it that way. It's their signature. I oh crap! I forgot to write it down. I think it was (laughs) "Don't Go Playing Games with My Heart." I'll quit playing games with my heart. Oh yes. That's uh, an early one. I could be wrong because I forgot to write that part down, but I believe that's what it was when I did my research. <laughs> mm, interesting. That video is a sexual awakening for a generation. Quit playing <laughs> games with her in the rain. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking Backstreet Boys with me. It has been a blast. Thank you for having me talk about my boy band, my boy band, the best boy band, too. And I'll fight anyone who wants to come at me about that. (laughs) 